time to talk politics. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. And welcome back to Hardline. Thank you again to my first hour guest, uh, former Congressman Tom Reynolds. My co-host, Peter Savage, is uh, chairman of the Erie County Legislature. He's staying over, and we're joined by a couple of doctors, Dr. Brian Polliner uh, from the Republican side. He's a Republican staffer for the Erie County Legislature. He also teaches uh, some courses at uh, Hilbert College. Uh, Tim Callen is a Democrat. He's the uh, chief of staff of the Democratic majority in the county legislature. He, they join us now. Uh, gentlemen, uh, there's, uh, we should inform Peter that there's, there was a secret vote taken on whether he's actually a doctor. We've been discussing that privately. <laughs> Haven't we been through this? We, we've been through this, but I just think he should so know. So I get an hour off? I can he, go to- he should know here <laughs> that it was, uh, it, was a, uh, it, was a, it was a tie, one-to-one, and I broke the tie, and, well, you're here, okay? So you're, you're considered a doctor because you are a lawyer, and lawyers have that uh, JD thing, and the D stands for doctor. And I'm still paying for it. For what it's well, worth. well, that's... that's <laughs> Good to know. Well, listen, um, first hour, we talked a lot, uh, covered a lot of ground with uh, Congressman Reynolds. I want to pretty much stick on New York 27 for most of the hour. We'll take phone calls if you want to weigh in on any aspect of New York 27. uh, Give us a call, 803-0930. Peter, you and I talked uh, uh, the first hour. Let's uh, let's throw it to Tim and to Brian. Tim, you know, you had to be shocked as anybody with the uh, the indictment uh, coming down against Collins, or no? No, no. Uh, no, having having worked fun, with him when he was fun county fact. Exec- fun fact: uh, when he was county executive, Chris Collins eliminated Tim Callen's position in the budget. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. <laughs> yeah. Full disclosure. And Along actually, with hundreds full, of and, and actually, I was in the legislature, and I kind of kind of upheld that. So yes, but Tim has forgiven me anyway. <laughs> Um, you weren't you were you were not uh, taken by surprise. No, I, I having worked with uh, Chris Collins for five years, actually four years, uh, when I was uh, in the county comptroller's office. Uh, having worked with him personally, having worked with uh, people close to him, uh, I certainly didn't know about the alleg. I mean, we'd heard all the discussion about innate in the last mm-hmm. year and uh, the pumping of the stock and members of Congress and him going around Congress and talking up the company and encouraging Republican members of Congress and, and local people in western New York uh, to buy the stock. Heard all about that in the media reports last year. The news of the insider trading uh, indictment, uh, uh, the SEC and FBI and U.S. Attorney action was a surprise. But uh, in the back of my brain, the, the idea that he would uh, be charged with something like that um, I'm, I'm not necessarily surprised. No. Uh, Brian Polliner, you run in more Republican circles. There was shock and awe, was there not? And Republican, I mean, we were, we we Republicans were a bit surprised by that. Of course, I was surprised. And and let me say that I am a resident of the 27th district. I live in. So, Florida. so are you declaring today? I, no, I'm not. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't no, know why you made that I, point. No. I thought you might be. Well, because uh, well, let me to just, an announcement. Let me just point out that. That what um, uh, Congressman Collins is accused of is is separate from my my vision of what he did as my congressman. Um, he he was very engaged with with the community. He has has and still has an A one staff that that helped you know helped me and and also in my role at the county legislature, uh, helping constituents w- within you know within the twenty seventh. 
meander through much of the federal, you know, federal bureaucracy. So, so Congressman Con- Collins and his office has been very engaged you, legislatively. You, you, you mentioned so. his staff. You mentioned his office. You and I both have a lot of friends on his staff. I, I do, and and so yeah, for for disclosure, you and, know, I, and, I do have and friends. And most but, of them were completely blindsided by this. Also, I, I, I believe so. But but he was very engaged, and and his staff are, is very. Responsive. Are you making Are you making a case as a resident of that district, as a Republican resident of that district, you're willing to overlook this, and and if he were to continue unsuspend his campaign, remain on the ballot, you would you would like to see him reelected? Well certainly I I, I I will consider that. I you know I, I think I, I could get past, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you might have to, to so so to speak, hold your nose to vote. But I certainly would would rather have a a um, uh, a Republican, a conservative Republican, representing my interests in in Washington, and and uh, versus you know versus a, a, an outside uh, you know an outsider. Are, are you hoping? Are you hoping he can get off the ballot? Because I think any one of those other possibilities probably has a better chance in an election. That's not to say that he couldn't win that election. I think there's yeah. there's a possibility, maybe even a strong possibility, he could still win. But I think then we the, should leave him on the ballot and let the people decide. Then <laughs> <laughs> the A team, though the A team that is is looking to replace him, I think would have a relatively easy easy chance at getting elected. Now I talked to let me let me throw it over to my uh, my colleague in the county legislature, Peter Savage, and to Tim Kell and his uh, chief of staff. What um, I mean, I talked to Republicans, and I'm, I'm assured that yeah, we we've got it figured out. He'll be off the ballot. I talked to Democrats, and they they asked me, "There's no way he can go off the ballot. He can't do it. You know, he, the courts won't let him." What do you hear on your side? I mean, well, look, that that is what I hear on your side. Look, they're they're. I think we heard in our last hour with Tom know, Reynolds. With all you know, you know, there's no one in this business that I you know I have more respect for than Tom. Even though we may not disagree on on politics and and all policy, even he had to. You know, disclaim that this is a major if. This is not. This is uncharted territory, and the closest territory we've had to this, um, Mr. Powers was forced to remain on the ballot, and, and I think that's when he moved out of. State. And I and I do think we're making we're we're conflating issues here. You know, making comparisons to changes that may need to take place in fusion voting laws that may impact other state races this year, and a post-nomination indictment. This is a po- You know, the party has made their nomination. And we are now past that point, and you know we're in the position that we are today. Um, I can assure you there's going to be a fight. So, so you're saying it, it'd be okay to get rid of Cynthia Nixon because she isn't under indictment? I'm not saying I'm not. What I'm saying uh, is on, that on the, on the gubernatorial. What ballot. I'm saying is that that if you want to have a debate about fusion voting and whether or not it works in New York State, that's a different and separate issue. We're talking about trying to trying to creatively find. Uh, uh, elected officials down ballot in other other offices to resign their position so that someone else can run in that position so that someone else can run in a third position you know that's you know and whether legally that will hold up or not the optics of that are going to you know they're not going to be able to just say i'm the candidate running they're going to run on the Collins. but, but when you record. go to what what brian polliner was saying uh earlier as a republican uh, in that district I don't think it's going to matter much to him, the optics of that. He wants to vote for a he, – he's going to look at the end result, as are a lot of – there are a lot of Republicans in that district, and they're going to say, yeah, it doesn't but look this good. this is where it matters. But guess what? But guess what? I want a, a someone who's not going to impeach Trump. I want a conservative in that district. But the difference is two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever it is now, there wasn't 
you know, interest from the Democratic Party, essentially, you know, around the yeah. country in this race. You know, as, as I said in the last hour, I've spoken with Congressman Higgins and his team. They have met with the DCCC chair to help get this seat now moved into the red to blue program. That means resources. That means funding. The mere fact that the Republicans now have to defend this seat is a victory for def- for Democrats. Oh, I, I, I agree. I mean, you know, if you have to spend a dollar defending that seat that you should be spent in some of these other seats, if you're the head of the Republican campaign committee, yeah, you're you're losing this. Sure. I, I was struck, uh, getting back to the question you posed to uh, Chairman Savage, by this. As opposed to the question he answered. That's <laughs> what you're course. saying. I, I understand. I'm that. struck by many things. Uh, you're, you're, that I, yeah, uh, by the way, this is Tim Kiln, the former chief of staff for the uh, <laughs> Erie County majority. In the I'm announcing I'm running for yeah. New York right. 27 uh, today. Tim, I'll see you after but, the show. <laughs> <laughs> for your review, right? I was struck by the outright skepticism. Ralph Moore, the Republican County Ele- Erie County Elections Commissioner, who's been doing this for over 25 years, I was struck by him. He was repeatedly interviewed uh, by media outlets about the possible process for removing Collins from the ballot. And he was outright skeptical, if not dismissive, saying, I don't see any way it can happen. So when I hear somebody like that, who was involved in the John Powers 2008 case with Judge Arcara, the U.S. Court of Appeals ruling that Powers had to stay on the ballot, um, when I hear, but that was moving out of the state. I, I, I think that's probably not the way the Republicans are going to go. It's going to find another office for him to run for. Maybe. And uh, to that point, did you happen to see uh, elections attorney Frank Hausch? Uh, he had a blog post the other day. I, 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 I saw that. I that, think uh, someone like you retweeted it. Um, I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> I know but, that. Uh, uh, that. That struck me also yeah. uh, on the issue of a minor, a minor office and the skepticism on the legality of of, of that working. But yeah, I'm sure it gets, it gets very, is working hard. I'll tell you, some of this legal stuff gets very philosophical, which is, uh, I, I guess, so it is a doctrine PhD, after all. The, the philosophy, <laughs> right? Anyway, uh, when we come back, you'll have four guys uh, allegedly with uh, with doctorates uh, sitting around the table talking about the New York 27. If you'd like to join the discussion, please do. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. 803-0930. Anything New York 27, anything Collins, anything replacement, any of the candidates you like or don't like, we'll get to it all this hour. 803-0930, the number you want to call. I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. All right. Welcome back to Hardline. Kevin Hardwick here, sitting here with the doctors, uh, Dr. Brian Polliner, Dr. Tim Kellen, and Juris, Dr. Uh, Peter Savage, chairman of the Erie County Legislature. Before that, we go to the doctor of uh, baseball, uh, the doctor, the Mets doctor, the Mets team physician, uh, producer Brian uh, um, uh, Beamer. Joe, Joe Beamer. Beamer. Joe. Not Brian. Brian is over here. It's Joe Beamer. Joe Beamer, uh, talk to me about uh, the Mets. I mean, uh, they they are they are you know they talk about this this climate change and you get extremes, extreme cold, extreme heat. Isn't that are the Mets going through their own version of climate? They had two yeah, good I mean, games. Twenty four runs for Degrom. Well, it wasn't for Degrom. It wasn't for Degrom. No, they won a sixteen five and a twenty four four game and got a three one win for Degrom yesterday. Still fifteen and a half out of first place. But still, I mean, really, they they lost that game. What what was the loss earlier? Twenty five to five. Twenty five to five, and then they get twenty four runs. It's it's crazy. Get hot for next season. Get hot for next season. Okay. Anyway, let's uh, let's get back to our discussion. Uh, where were we, gentlemen? You know, uh, one of the things we talked about with uh, Tom Reynolds probably didn't uh, uh, explore it enough. The fact that um, you know, regardless of how this turns out for Republicans, even if they keep the seat, not only will they have to have spent money, they probably will want to spend other ways. 
but it's it's kind of frayed some relationships here within the Republican Big Tent. Darn. I, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, the Democrats over here are loving it. But but Brian Polliner, I mean, the whole thing with Stefan and Carl Palladino. I mean, Stefan is is looking to run for county executive. If he doesn't get the nod for Congress, he's got to go back and said, well, you know, I wasn't really interested in this. I'll run for uh, county executive again. And Carl Palladino, you know, they've had some words. I'm sure they'll they'll mend things. But still, they're 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 problems being created. And whoever the chairs, the eight chairs give the nod to, they're going to get. A bunch of other people upset with them that they didn't get the nod. Or, yes. or the two chairs. Because Mahaila was chairs. on WB yeah. the other day. Both Brian Mazarowski and Susan Rose expressed All right, all right, all right. Tim, that's uh, Tim, Tim, Tim Callen, Democrat, gloating over there. Brian <laughs> Polliner, Republican, help me out here. Well, first of all, you know, Republicans have a history of, of being able to, you know, come back together. We come back home after after elections. Um, you know, typically we don't have a lot of primaries, but 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 when we do, we come back together, and, and that's because of our strong leadership at the county level. I mean, I'm Chairman Langworthy is, is very strong. I think people like, like Stefan and, and Carl and Ed Rath and, you know, will, the, everybody will come back and, and um, uh, promote our Republican well, values because that's, that's what's important to okay. us. Okay. Let, let, let me do this. I, we asked for callers before the break, 803-0930, the number. We've got some lining up. Let's uh, – Get it. Get through at least one of them before the break. Let's go to Sue in Rochester. Sue, thank you for holding. Hi. Um, my, my comment is a question. Okay. Uh, it's amazing to me that the Republicans would prefer a convicted felon as their representative, but that's their business. Well, well, well. Number one, no one's been convicted. Yeah, yeah. We'll go through all of that. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I understand. <laughs> Uh, Peter, do you want to weigh in on this? This uh, innocent. Uh, we'll go, go through all that. That's sort of what you do as a lawyer. I, I... elected, and um, he is convicted. Okay. Well, he, uh, any conviction won't happen for probably no, this, this a while. This isn't going to be decided before the election. And let's reiterate: these are allegations. They're disturbing and concerning allegations, but they're still allegations. But. To her point, and I think that was the point that... Well, I don't think she's made her point yet, but <laughs> go, go ahead. ahead. Respond now, and then we'll go back to Sue, where Sue is still on the line. My point. My point is... Go yeah. ahead. Yes. Somehow we've lost Sue, and that was that was not me. I think I think that was the Mets fan over there. Joe? No, that was not me, but her point was, what will happen if Chris Collins has to stay on the ballot and he wins? That was her question. That was uh, that was our producer, the amazing Kreskin, weighing in. Then, then he serves in Congress until... Yeah. <laughs> unless, uh, unless he resigns. Okay, let's... Uh, let's, let's uh, yeah, we've got time to squeeze in another call. Let's go to Patrick in Hamburg. Patrick, welcome to the program. Thank you. If Stuck on the Island does not get the nod from the Republicans to run for Congress, you know, how can he be credible to run against Mark Polinkers? I say this because Stefan has been going around telling everybody that he's the perfect person to run against Mark Polinkers because Stefan is a more moderate Republican, originally from the east side of Buffalo. I know he lives in Hamburg now, but he's originally from the east side of Buffalo, so goes his thing, and he can get crossover and some Democrat votes who support there. Well, now that he's running as this super conservative, big Trump supporter, uh, I don't know how you can flip back next year if you don't get the nod for Congress now. I mean, don't you think that looks a little phony? He's going to, you know, go from being this big Trump supporter conservative mm -hmm. 
to now try to get votes out of his old east side Buffalo. Sure, sure. Patrick, Patrick, thank you for putting that on the table. We'll go around the table quickly because we've only got about 90 seconds before the break. Thank you, Patrick. A line opens up if you want it, 803-0930, the number. Uh, uh, Brian, what do you think? Does Stefan have a problem? Uh, he's... He's uh, one day running for county executive. Now he wants to be congressman, and he's out at the uh, the county fair in Wyoming County or wherever. And now he wants to come back and say, "No, I wanted to be county executive all along." Assuming he doesn't get the uh, the nod, and maybe he will. Is that a problem? Well, obviously, you know the optics of that are, are concerning. But but Stefan is a is a public servant. He's he's a top notch public servant, and I think he'll he'll find you know he'll find the answer. Uh, when, well, when that happens, we'll, we'll get uh, we've got about forty five seconds before the break. We'll, uh, Tim, do you agree with Brian on that? I think Stefan Mihailu is the mini me of Chris Collins, ethically challenged, uh, questionable campaign finance uh, contributions from Tonawanda Coke and 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 others. Uh, his recent anti transgender, uh, seemingly anti homosexual comments he made a couple of weeks ago in the paper. Um, so uh, if that, now, if that's now, was announced earlier, it was Chris Collins that eliminated your position. Stefan didn't eliminate your position, right? Just, no. just want to clarify that for, for the listeners. Listen, um, we've got to go to news headlines. When we return, I'll be sitting here with the, uh, the doctors, uh, Brian Polliner, Tim Callen, and uh, maybe Dr. Uh, Peter Savage. Uh, the doctor of baseball will be producing uh, Joe Beamer. I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. Yes, welcome back to Hardline, Kevin Hardwick. Now that bump music, that's uh, uh, producer Joe, that's Lady Gaga, right? Lady Gaga, her debut album, 2008, turns 10 today. I'll tell you, this show is just so much, something for everybody here. Uh, Sitting around the table now this hour, for the rest of this hour, with the doctors, Dr. Brian Polliner, Dr. Tim Callen, and Peter Savage, chair of the Erie County Legislature, who is a JD, so uh, we're all doctors around here. Talking about the uh, the uh, situation in the New York 27, well, listen, guys, um, big problem getting Chris Collins off the ballot, finding a, a safe landing place for him, sur- uh, uh, surviving court challenges from those Democrats who are certainly going to want to keep him on the ballot. Assuming he can come off the ballot, of those 15 or 20 candidates, um, who should Republicans be serious about? Uh, there are problems with some of them, not problems of their own making necessarily, but just problems where they are. I mean, uh, Chris Jacobs, my state senator, uh, they want to keep that job. That's a, that's a seat that could fall to the Democrats, so they want to keep him there. And for that reason, they, they may not, you know, uh, consider him seriously for, for moving up. But who, who else is a problem? Who is a likely candidate? Uh, Peter? I think you touched on, you know, there are because this is now reaching over every level of, of Republican politics, you look, there's other factors. Control of the New York State Senate. You mm-hmm. know, you know, you're talking about you have big time. You have Senators Ransonhofer, Galvin, Jacobs all interested in how that plays don't, out. Don't, don't you think control of the Senate? I mean, if you're, if you're Nick Langworthy, if you're Republicans in New York State, control of the state Senate is above Congress. Isn't it as a consideration? I, I mean, it's a major consideration. I think you know you look at someone like Senator Jacobs, um, who represents overlaps our districts um, collectively. You know, that's a seat that would traditionally be a Democratic seat that Chris has you know been able to do well in. So that's other problems, guys. 
Tim? To doctors quiet. Boy. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, come on. You're, you're asking a Democrat to pick that, the best you, you, Republican, you, you, though. You look at that list, there are some problems. And again, not problems because the people are necessarily bad candidates. I think they all could win, but just problems for where they are. Let, yeah. me, let me throw okay. out. What, Ray Walter, uh, Brian, what, what's the problem? Here's a quiz for you, doctor. Now, you got your doctorate from Niagara, and I still have a problem with that. <laughs> but, but, what if I'm if I'm the Republican hierarchy? Why I, I love Ray Walter; he'd be an excellent candidate. But what might be the problem there? Well, I don't I don't see a problem with 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 Ray, so I I can't help you on that. Not, but let not me, with well, let Ray. Me, but, no. but let me let me just point something out. Any one of the candidates that that are out with, and have their name out would be wonderful candidates. I think though that one you have to look at the state the state senate and mm-hmm. and holding holding. Holding serve on that, I think, is very important. Uh, you know, in the last hour, you had a caller who talked about independence. I mean, Lynn Dixon is is um, uh, consider has her name out there. Right, uh, she's an Independence Party member now. Of course, the the, the caller made that distinction between mm-hmm. Independence and Independence Party, but she's very independent. You know, Ed Rath is 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 the consummate uh, uh, statesman. He has no ethics uh, issues. I, I you know, I think I think Ed Rath would would. Would be a would be a great candidate as as as, as all of us. I, I I think he would also without affecting but, the state but, senate. But let me let me get back to Ray Walter before we, we we think that Ray 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 would be great. I thought he was a great county executive candidate. Uh, I I wish he had won, but he didn't. Um, uh, he's a great state assemblyman. But if you take him out of the state assembly uh, right now and have to replace him with someone, that's a that, that you may lose that state assembly okay. seat because he. Unlike many people where, where you just the other party throws a warm body on the ballot just in case the person dies or something, uh, he's got a tough race. I mean, he should, be, he should be able to win it. But, uh, you know, you, you run him for Congress. You have to replace him with somebody. They may not win. They may lose that seat. And I might add, I may repeat, everyone who runs in this chain of, you know, musical chairs is now you are now all tied together. And you're going to run not just as, you know, candidate A with my clean ethics ethics record. You're running as candidate A attached to an open seat because of an indictment for very serious charges. That's going to be tied around your neck. This, I think the dynamic, the whole worldview has changed. I, I'm not sure if I buy this guilt by association thing. But yeah. um, um, anyway, let's, uh, let's see what our callers have on their mind. Let's go to Guy in Buffalo. Guy, welcome to the program. Thank you for holding. Hello, Guy thoughts here on the congressional district you know i i i, I like chris lee now because at least the guy had a sense of humor and a smile <laughs> shirtless <laughs> don't tell me we're going to have uh, miserable mike met ransenhofer in there because the guy doesn't know how to smile um and he doesn't seem very happy he doesn't seem to remember names but is it like a requirement now in that district we have to have a congressman that doesn't smile like chris collins you never caught him smiling i hope it goes to someone that um has guts uh, some of these guys that want it, they just want the free job, like Carl Palladino. If you want to be congressman, run against yours right now. Run against Higgins, uh, but you don't have the courage to do so because you think you'd lose. You want the free one because you know you'll never have to really run for re-election. You'll automatically get it. Um, Higgins would be very formidable. And, and I think Mike Ransenhofer lives in that district, too. If you want to be congressman, run against the formidable guy. Run against Higgins. Don't, don't want the free one and then say you'll move in that district. Uh, and, and while I love Stefan, I think he is gutsy. I'd rather see him run for county executive because I think he'd win. Uh, but I do love, love, absolutely love Stefan's response to Pelladino. 
It shut Carl up. He was so nice, said Carl was a good friend of his, and Carl doesn't know how to respond to such niceness, so he just... Oh. Quiet. Uh, okay, thank you, thank you for weighing in, guy. Yeah, you know, I have to, I, I have to say something about uh, he. He mentions Mike Ransonoffer and that being a big guy. I'll tell you, I've seen Mike uh, on several occasions. I mean, all all the time. I mean, he's he's a happy guy. He's a, actually a solid, solid legislator. So uh, I'm I'm not sure I would agree with guy on that. Does but he have baggage, Kevin? By you know, he's been in office for 29 years. I'm I'm not sure I'm not is sure that, that, is that would a, a no problem? I'm not sure you know and, and and again one of the scenarios that for me worked we talked about with Tom Reynolds and I'll throw it out again on the table here is uh, Ed Rath uh, resigns uh, that opens up a seat for Collins to go to because Ed Rath represents Clarence that's you know uh, Collins wouldn't have to move anywhere he could run for the county legislature be great if he won because then he'd be in the county legislature and Mark Polinkars would be county executive. And that would give uh, give us all a lot to talk about. But then, uh, then uh, let's see. Then Ransonoffer would move in, would run for uh, the uh, congressional seat, opening up a Senate seat, and that's where it would be this round robin thing where Ed Rath would end up running for the state Senate, which I think he would he would accept, and he'd be good there. His mother that, his mother uh, had that seat before Ransonoffer. But is that really how it's going to go down, or is it going to be? You know, I don't see the Republican Party giving up. A safe seat. I see. Don't you see? Wait, wait, which, Collins running on some minor line or something wait, wait, in wait, one of these. I I don't know which. <laughs> no, no. I think I think you've got to create a vacancy, and you've got to, you know, you've you've got to. You, 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 yeah. Well, these okay, all going to be okay, litigated so terms. Could, so so Collins. What you're saying is, if Ed Rath resigned, Collins could get the uh, Reform Party uh, uh, nomination for that, and you'd have some. Uh, Amher- you, you, you'd have some Amherst uh, Republican run so we, for the we Republican. We go from a situation yeah, where so I see that. Chris Collins was indicted for insider trading, and now Republican higher-ups are engaging in insider trading of a public position. Well, well, now now they're getting help from your boss here, uh, Peter Savage, because he's he's uh, you know adding another layer to this. Well, I'm just I'm walking through the analysis. No, I mean, no, I, I mean these are the yeah, questions. You, you, I mean, you know what? You know what? That we're makes, in, we're that makes a lot of sense. You're right. I, I'm just asking the question: Is yeah. it? Is it? Is it? You know, we're we're moving seats around, or are we just putting people on the ballot on minor lines? And then that gives them off the ballot because they can't be on both. You you've got time. a problem, and again, I asked, no, I don't have a problem. I, no, you, <laughs> guys, you guys have a problem. I, a problem. I, I think I think the voters of the twenty seventh district have have a problem. This, well, this, I think I think Republican leaders have a problem that they didn't have a few weeks ago, and uh, you know, no matter how this turns out. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's giving them heartburn and, and there are, as I said, there are some relationships being frayed, um, and, and things will never be the same. This, uh, this so should qu- not have question, happened. Question to, to Kevin, to you and Brian. We got to go to break who now. Control, <laughs> who controls this? Does Nick Langworthy control this? Is it really all eight part, uh, county chairmen? Was Mihailu in his somewhat honest comments about two, two chairs, two county chairs? Well, well I think, I think, uh, uh, I can't remember. I think it was the uh, congressman who was in here last hour. Uh, Tom Reynolds, who said, you know, I mean, yeah, two chairs could do it. Nick Langworthy and someone else could do it with the weighted voting. But that's not the way it's going to happen because, you know, you you don't want to shove it down the throat of the other six chairmen. You want to build a consensus because mm-hmm. you need everybody yes. to win in November. And that's the way it'll happen. And maybe that's the reason it's taking so long. I fully expected this past week there to be a candidate coming out of that meeting. And, uh, and I was a little bit surprised. And maybe that legal- was naivete on my part. These legal issues are more than I think 
you know, yeah. we'll give them credit for that. I mean, a lot of juris doctors will be well, involved in this. Well, we one, got legal but. issues, we got uh, we got uh, economic issues, and uh, right now we've got one. We've got a break for uh, run some spots, but when we return, we'll take more of your calls in the final segment. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. If you want to get on board, eight oh three oh nine thirty. I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. And welcome back to the final segment of Hardline. I'm Kevin Hardwick, sitting here with the doctors, Brian Polliner, Tim Kellen, and my co-host, Chairman of the Erie County Legislature, Peter Savage. Uh, we'll try to squeeze in some more phone calls if you want to get in. Uh, 803-0930, the number to call. Let's go to Bob in Buffalo. Bob, welcome to the program. Thank you. I uh, wanted to point out uh, three quick things. Uh, early voting exactly uh, how, uh, if these laws are uh, passed or used, uh, how uh, something like this would uh, be affected uh, because they wanted every vote to count, but actually would every vote count if uh, the congressman was uh, not necessarily taken off the ballot but would not hold uh, office if if there were uh, castings. And uh, just two quick comments. they talked about uh, the controller uh, offending uh, uh, certain types of people. I want you to know, after listening to Lim- uh, Limbaugh this week, there are 73 forms of gender, of gender identification now. Uh, and that came up in one of the legislators where they were talking about uh, uh, ID on driver's licenses, uh, but they dropped it. And uh, this is for the heart and soul of the country. Uh, I was watching normal TV yesterday, and in Canada they've now passed a law where if you're Basically, husband and wife and our elderly, you can now commit suicide together. And uh, that's just where we are heading as a society, and, and that should scare everybody. So uh, okay. early voting is... Okay. Uh, Bob, thank you for that. Um, uh, Tim, you have a response to that? Well, uh, we don't have early voting in New York State, although, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, military ballots have gone out, right, uh, for service members that are overseas? That's why we had the early primary. I know that because uh, I'm not sure they have gone out, have they? I, I, it's like 60 days, I think, before. Right. Um, so, but they did. The, one of the reasons we moved the primary up for federal offices is because New York State, we would always have these election law cases that held up the publication of the ballot until like the week weekend before, and we couldn't get out the military ballots in time. But I, I do think his point underscores a bigger point that I was making. This is a post-nomination situation, <clears throat> meaning that this is not prior to designating petitions, nominating petitions, hitting the streets. So the change, if there is a change on the ballot, it's going to be after the, it's it's only going to be done by some mechanism. It's not done by the public, which is a concern. I want to uh, talk for the last few minutes, or, or at least uh, talk for a couple of minutes, about uh, the Democratic opponent in this race, uh, Nate McMurray, supervisor of Grand Island. He was in studio last week here. I thought he, I thought he did a nice, uh, nice job uh, 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 putting forth his, uh, his positions. Uh, incidentally, if uh, you didn't hear it, you can get that online. It's uh, at WBN.com or the radio app or whatever it is. It's, it's in the vault there. Anyway, um, you know, it's surprising to me that given the fact that it may be difficult to get Collins off the ballot, there will be these challenges. It may indeed be Collins on the ballot still. McMurray certainly has a better chance than he did a few weeks ago. All this money pouring in. It's surprising to me that a super PAC from the Koch brothers or someone hasn't 
come in already to try to start, you know, defining Nate McMurray before he can define himself. And I wonder why that's the case. I mean, maybe Republicans think they got this one. It won't matter. I, oh, I think first, I think Republicans are trying to figure out how they're going to unravel this now. Yeah. Pretzel, they're tied in. in but, re, but regardless, you're going to have Nate McMurray there. And I, and I think, you know, Nate McMurray, you know, I don't know him personally. Um, I will say this just from talking to leaders in the party and leaders in Congress. He's got a major shot in the arm as a result of this. You, you know, he's got people he's being discussed on CNN, you know, and he's been Rosie O'Donnell is contributing he, to his campaign. He's, he's, you know, now puts yeah. this this race on the forefront of local politics, which it was not prior to. And, and if he's if he's got a chance, if you're the Republicans, you want to define him as this. Far left of Hillary, left of Bernie Sanders, you know, wacko out there. Radical liberal extremists is the well, well, there Republicans you go. have there, said. For, there you, know. you go. I mean, don't you want to do that? And the fact that they haven't come in, other than, you know, talking to the media, that they haven't come out with any ads or had a super PAC come in here, maybe suggests that maybe they don't think it's that big of a problem. I don't know. What do you think, Brian Polliner? You're the Republican on the, on the panel in addition to myself. Sure. Well, first of all, I, I, I don't. And, and I, I don't know Nate McMurray, and I, I have not met him, but I have, I, I have to say that, you know, coming as a, from the, the standpoint of being a supervisor from Grand Island, he is not and has not represented any part of the 27th district. Mm -hmm. That's not to say that, you know, he, he can't move into the district, you know, uh, you know should he be, be elected. But oh, he, he would have he's, to. He's never, he's never represented the position of people like myself from that, you know, whereas a Ransenhofer, uh, a, um, uh, you know, uh, an Ed Rath, a Stefan Mihailu have been elected by people from the 27th and have that, you know, have that thought of, 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 of who we are. The fact that uh, Nate is, is uh, being funded by Rose, Rosie O'Donnell says a lot to, you know, people like me in the 27th district. Oh, and if you're if you're the Republicans, you wanna you wanna use that against him. And I guess my question is, why haven't they already? Is it possible the Cook brothers, uh, for instance, just to name one group, haven't engaged in this race because uh, of their recent anti-Trump um, uh, feelings, and 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 they're they're taking the measure of uh, what the local chairs here have said that they must win this race to preserve Trump's agenda and to uh, keep pushing Trump's agenda in Congress, and they want no part of that. See that's why that's why Tim Callen got a doctorate. He is a he is a heavy thinker. Yeah, that that takes this one one step up, doesn't it? Um, or maybe Peter, they just don't care about this. Well, Peter, you hire good people well, over there. You hire you hire deep thinkers in the uh, legislature. I, I just think it's I think it's kind of a sad commentary on our political landscape. And this is I think what was Sue Sue's point when she made the, our caller in the last segment yeah. is we're debating we're debating and a member of Congress currently under federal indictment versus, um, you know, this candidate may be too progressive for a district in terms of qualifications for the office. And, you know, I think, you know, that's going to be a difficult, that's going to be a more difficult burden for the Republican Party to bear this election. I think they're giving credit. We heard callers to this show say that they're sitting it out and staying home because that, that um, choice is not a choice for them. Right, but let me let me just point out the twenty seventh is probably one of the strongest congressional districts in the north, at least in New York, if not in the Northeast, to have voted for the current president. 
So it's a Republican you, district. It's a Republican Nobody's district. Arguing but, that. but the fact is, but the fact is, Donald Trump carried the twenty seventh by huge, huge margins. But, but and, you have a call. You have, you had. We've taken calls today from staunch Republicans who have supported Trump and supported Chris Collins, who are saying, "I'm staying home this time." Well, but I think that's why the statistics show that that there, he'll probably and, lose. Nine percent, and that's why, and that's why this sort of argument is, is is the reason we'll probably get a few more shows out of this before it's <laughs> over. But this this show, we have come to the end of our two hours, and I want to thank my guests, uh, Tim Callen, Brian Polliner, and my co-host Peter Savage. Uh, also, Joe Beamer, uh, uh, producer extraordinaire, and Mets fan, and apparently Lady Gaga fan. Also, uh, you've been listening to Hardline on News Radio nine thirty WBen.